the chaos that I was just singing with. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of Tiger King when they were burying that poor chimp. And he made the music video where he sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> Shay Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he put a t-shirt on the chimp. To... <laughs> I mean, it's not it's funny. Awful. That chimp is dead and Joe Exotic's in prison. Well, hello. Um, oh, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> recording. I was yawning. Um, you started you... recording while I was yawning. Well, no, I was. I was recording all of that earlier. Oh. It was just really natural conversation. I wanted to talk. Anyway, I was yawning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hello. Um, Hi. Welcome back to Cryptic and Colloquial. I am Kristen. I'm Dylan. And if you have found your way here, welcome to the long lost episode. Patchy the Pirate. <laughs> We've done your job for you. We dug this one up. This was dug from the depths of my laptop. <laughs> and there are depths in my laptop. Yeah. So, um, this is just a quick little bonus episode to thank you guys for sticking around because we have the content and want to share it. Um, it's a really fun episode. It's a good one. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. It's cut down, so if it feels kind of weird and choppy and we refer to things that are no longer currently happening, like Snowmageddon, um, <laughs> then just be aware of that. But this was recorded 11 months ago now. It's aged. Yeah. And it's aged Fine well. Line. Yeah. yeah. It's like a good yeah. cheese. So here is our episode <laughs> about Megalodon. Megalodon. ASMR Megalodon. No, it not everything has to be ASMR. Megalodon, Megalodon doesn't do sorry, ASMR. Sorry, okay. Please enjoy this episode. <laughs> conspiracy theory. this has come from the depths of my brain mm -hmm. <laughs> and stems from a phobia i mean and, and i don't i don't use that word lightly and i'm in an abnormal set class right now we're actually going over um anxiety disorders and phobias and he my prof was talking about phobias and he's like yeah this is like one of the easiest things for you to go get treated and i'm like i should probably go get seen um <laughs> I have a very deep-seated phobia of the ocean. <laughs> Fair enough. It's. I feel like it is a very reasonable phobia, and I wish I didn't have it. It makes me kind of sad because I feel like I miss out on a lot of experiences. I mean, you can ask Dylan. Like, I have crippling anxiety. She won't touch the water. No, I like. I will. Uh, that's not completely true. <laughs> I will like wade where I can see my feet still. Right, like if I'm like just my feet are covered i'm okay but it causes me great distress to be in the ocean and that stems from there was a time <laughs> when i was a child and my parents can attest to this i know they listen and they can't attest to this happening when i was a child i went down to galveston and if you've been to galveston you know it is not like 
the picturesque beach that no, you imagine the it's golf the, it's the minimum for the, it's, the, it's the minimum beach the golf in galveston there's a big what it is there's a big sandbar um and it mucks up the water and it's just stinky and brown and it's lake water it's it salty literally lake it's water. literally the color of lake tyler like yeah <clears throat> excuse me so when i was a child before i had this deep-seated fear of the ocean <laughs> i was swimming in the ocean with my family oh god i had to have been like i was between the ages of like five and seven i can tell you that much and i think it was before because my parents i remember going down to galveston twice with my family and one time maybe maybe i'm confabulating here maybe i'm making this up but one time hurricane allison the tropical storm allison hit that i know for sure but mm-hmm. i don't think it was the same time as the other incident that i'm referring to so tropical storm allison hit it was traumatic <laughs> we stopped at nasa space station on our way like out of you know back up to east texas but anyways so there was a time i'm swimming in the ocean everything is fine i'm doing just fine and then i see this thing that is triangular in shape large it was very large and jutting out of the water floating and it looks like i swear to you i swear to you stop laughing at me (laughs) it looked just like a dead bloody shark head massive and of course i'm tiny so everything's massive to me but it was a big freaking deady deady (laughs) dead bloody shark head as far as i was concerned and so i as the reasonable child i am concerned about the safety of those around me you scream i scream shark (laughs) i scream shark and i run i run out of the water petrified absolutely petrified okay and they clear the beach (laughs) they pull so you saved everyone i saved everyone's life as far as i was now i mean the shark was dead from what it looked like right it looked like a dead bloody shark but what killed the dead bloody shark you never know right okay so i'm screaming shark they pull everybody out of the water. This is from my memory. This is a, like a flashbulb memory, so God only knows how accurate it was. But I recall the giant orange, <laughs> the giant orange Coast Guard helicopters <laughs> flying back and forth on the beach, <laughs> looking for the shark that I had called out because there was a shark, well, and they believed they found me. It. They found said shark, but it was not a shark. It was an old rusty gas tank Mm. but it looked like a shark okay (laughs) okay old old gas tanks are can be triangular depending on it was very so they drag it out of the ocean right they drag it out of galveston ocean the gulf right there and it's and they're like oh it's just a gas tank and they bring me up to it and they're like look it's just a gas tank i'm petrified i was crying sobbing Mm -hmm. terrified that i as far as i was concerned my life was over right okay I don't, I did not get back in the water after that. I walked up and down the beach and picked up shells with my mom. I remember that, but I refused to get back to the, in the water. And to this day, I have not done more than get up to knee high 
in the water without great terror ensuing. And you can attest to that. Yep. We were at um, Gulf Shores back in like 2016. Yep. And Dylan was like, oh, Kristen, it'll be fine. I don't think he understood the the severity the yeah. of my fear. And well, so... And in contrast, my childhood experience with the ocean was... I was in uh, Mexico and I gave some guy like 10 pesos to borrow his his flippers and snorkeling gear for a few hours. And I swam out past the reef, you know, like My in, God. in uh, no Finding Nemo where they're like at the edge. Yeah. Right. Like I went past that and oh I was God. just like, I couldn't see the bottom anymore. Uh-uh. <laughs> and, and I looked up and I couldn't find land. I didn't know which way I had come from. And I had to, I think I was like 15, maybe 16. And I had to listen and I heard people and I heard noises and I swam that direction and eventually made it back. But after that experience, I was like, man, I want to go, I want to go snorkeling well, again. Well, it's like, I remember, so, so Dylan gets me into a tube in the ocean and he's just like wading out with me and I get near a full blown panic attack, like full fight or flight response is kicking mm-hmm. in. I am frantic chugging my wine thinking that's gonna assist me that doesn't help and make it better no it only exasperated the situation and so because then you're fearful and less in control of the situation (laughs) so i was frantic in the ocean i i don't i don't get in the water i wish it were something i could do i was snorkeling and seeing all these cool critters was something i can do it is not i admire it from afar i like the beach yeah you know what's funny to me is you will dive right into the middle of a lake. You know, not without no not without some discomfort though. Not without discomfort. And and I can tell you that because when we vacationed to Canyon Lake when I was a kid, I had like I got physically ill because of how, I knew how deep the water is mm-hmm. and I didn't like not knowing what was under me. So that freaked me out a little bit because Canyon Lake's really really deep and yeah. like we had a fish finder to tell us how deep it oh, was. Oh, so there's no question. <sighs> And I wish, I wish my dad, like, really harped on that, which is my dad. You know how my dad yeah. is. Dad, I'm not ragging on you. But it's like, I wish he wouldn't have told me because then I wouldn't have been <laughs> scared, you know? But I also, I always make, I pick on him and make fun of him because he is a huge, huge ocean person and um, loves loves the water and loves the beach and loves to be out in the water. I, when we were in Gulf Shores, he and Dylan gives me anxiety thinking about it <laughs> they swam out to the sandbar and i was watching them and i saw fins it was dolphins it was okay but i had such great anxiety about you guys getting eaten Second by a shark anxiety right okay so all of this conversation about the ocean right anyway what i was saying was my dad used to watch like a ton of discovery channel and animal planet and yep. shark week and i too enjoyed indulging in those things with him but i think that only contributed to my fear of the ocean and that makes him so sad he's like i wish you enjoyed it <laughs> i feel bad that i brought this fear to you i was like well dad it started with the gas the can. gas can. so <laughs> this is now that was like now when i say it was like a gas tank like it was a from like a vehicle like it was huge like i'm not yeah so this is the fault of um poor recycling yes yeah, don't throw your waste into the ocean so that small children think it's dead shark heads. Yep. Anyways. And end up with a lifetime fear. <laughs> I really I really should get myself into therapy and work that out. Well, what's the what's the conspiracy here? Okay, 
So, all of this to say, I have a big fear of sharks, obviously. Having a fear of the ocean. They're dinosaurs, understandable. They're terrifying, right? Mm -hmm. Like, sharks are so animalistic and i know animals are animal but you know they're just so wild and not yeah they're like apex predators okay sharks megalodon okay oh you mean the completely extinct gone forever is never gonna come back again (laughs) Megalodon. (laughs) okay so i have i prepared a very small amount of notes on this so i could present you with some facts before I propose my theory. So my theory is that Megalodon is not actually extinct. And he is somewhere evolving. And we'll get into greater detail about what he's evolving <laughs> I understand that this is completely ridiculous, right? And scientists, the scientist in me is like, Kristen, this is completely ludicrous. You know, it's funny. Dylan and I were just eating um, Starburst jelly beans. And I put all of my Megalodon notes on the same list as my Starburst jelly bean ranking. Oh, your incorrect ranking? No, your beans? ranking was incorrect. No, you put grape like way down Yeah, on because the, list. the grape ones are nasty. All right, so just keep that in mind while you're listening to this <laughs> no, ridiculous No, no, the pink Starburst jelly beans are the superior bean. Uh, we all know that. No, because you didn't rank it as the superior bean. Yeah, that's because... You my... ranked grape as the superior <laughs> bean. Don't try me grape is uh, what i like about grape is it's consistent no it's inferior it's it's consistent it's inferior all candies and it's not it's not okay but grape soda slaps for real though but that's the same flavor no it's not because that tastes like flat grape soda and it's nasty (laughs) it is the inferior bean i'm sorry the jelly beans only be inferiority by orange Okay, let me Yellows, get a sip of my honestly. No, <laughs> you're the worst. Lemon is lovely. Okay, so in case for some reason you've been living under a rock and are unaware, Megalodon was not one shark. He was many sharks. <laughs> you make them sound Megalodon like Megalodon was like a species, you, right? You there were lots of... You make them sound like an idea. Like a, <laughs> Megalodon is, is a ideal i mean okay so megalodons roamed the ocean um between 23 million years ago is around about when we think they mm-hmm. first appeared in the ocean until about 3.6 million years ago so they say so they say so they say i've only seen um megalodon teeth yes i actually had a megalodon tooth i don't know if my parents still have it somewhere really yes that's really cool. It's very actually. large. Like, it fits in your whole hand. It's very... Now, I think it was a smaller megalodon. It was mm-hmm. not a very... But it's like a fossilized tooth. I got it at a garage sale at the MYF building. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know where that was. Like, across from the Methodist Church? Yeah. That white building? Anyways. Okay. So, megalodons were... Could reach the maximum size between 47 and 52 feet long. Okay, what's what's something that's about 50 feet long for reference? Let me look. I think like a bus is what they compare it to. Is um, a bus 50 feet? Yeah. Well, so our... What is 50? From floor to ceiling, our house is what, like 10 feet? Right? 9 or 10 feet? So the first floor, it you would mean? Be, yeah. It would be like a five-story house. 
It's as long as a semi-trailer. Okay, that's a good... That's 48 feet. So about four feet longer than that. So the trailer in some of the cab? Yeah. So that's how big a Megalodon was. Could reach. But their average size was about 34 feet long. So it was a little little smaller. Still a freaking huge shark. Yeah. A freaking... 34... That's two of our bedrooms upstairs. The length of two of our bedrooms. Man. We have a very large master bedroom. <laughs> Anyways... 34 feet long. That's a big freaking shark. I'm still stuck on the semi-truck, the the trailer, because, like, we see them all right, the time. Right, that's massive. Like, you see them in right. traffic. A shark in the ocean, suspended in the water that large. is that That's, like, unfathomable what did they how eat? big of a shark. We'll get there. Okay. Okay, so megalodons roamed the ocean, like I said, 23 million years ago until about 3.6 million years ago. We think that they preyed on whales, <laughs> whales, <laughs> seals, and sea turtles. I okay. feel like in in dinosaur times, twenty million years ago. Are these cowboy times? <laughs> are these cowboy times? <laughs> I feel like in in dinosaur times, not cowboy times. Cowboy times is a really funny meme. <laughs> <laughs> that we found where this guy's in bed and it's like a guide on what to do if you wake up and there's a cowboy at the end of your bed and the first thing you do is ask is these cowboy types and if they say yes that explains everything and it's fine and you go back to sleep and if it is not cowboy times then that is a bad cowboy and you need to deploy your anti-cowboy measures anyways anyways okay <laughs> all of that to say dinosaur times right i not feel like in times. dinosaur times if something were going to exist that its size was just generally doubled right like a chicken yeah okay now it's a raptor <laughs> like like whatever it's gonna be just double it and call right. it call it a day that's like but a raptor's much larger than a chicken it's not just double a chicken no, i mean the little guys the ones maybe a raptor i don't know dinosaurs i, don't I wasn't either. a dinosaur kid man riley's gonna listen to this and roast you your nephew's gonna <laughs> roast you for this but the the little ankle biter dinosaurs yeah. that are about twice the size of chickens yeah those were chickens right but because the they were in dinosaur times just really fast and kill yeah. you really yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to whack okay them. so wait Hold on, everything. If you guys have ever played Ark, one time Dylan and I shared a house, <laughs> and it's a dinosaur game, kind of like Spore. It's a you survival have to, like, evolve. game. Yeah. Okay. We had a house. He led a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I didn't lead anything. You led a Tyrannosaurus Rex back to the house. Well, it's worth mentioning that when two people play this game, it's on a server. Yes. Right. And when someone logs off. They don't, their character doesn't go away. You just sleep wherever you are. You go to are. sleep. Yeah. And so your character just falls down asleep right. wherever. Kristen's character was asleep in our little straw house. Straw. Yeah, straw house. I was exploring. <laughs> I went to the danger side of the island. Did. And, and you was... were not, you were not high enough level to go to that no, side of the island. No, we had like little. Stone tools. Fiber yeah. clothing. Like, yeah. And this was in dinosaur times. So it it was, yeah, it was really bad because I came across a T-Rex. 
And so the obvious thing to do when you run is across run the T-Rex is run home. Well, the thing about T-Rex, T-Rex can smell really good. So the T-Rex catches on to my scent in the house. Dylan escapes and I never could recover my character because there was a T-Rex there and had I logged back in, it would have murdered me immediately and every we would have time, lost everything. Every time she logged in, it just ran towards the house and started like beating it at the house. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> that was horrible of you. Anyways. Did that game have megalodons? I don't know. I think so. I know it had sharks. I'm like, like 90% sure it had megalodons. Anyways. Man. Okay. So they ate whole whales. Whales. Well, I think I think anything can eat a whale one bite at a time. It's like eating an elephant. Yeah, but Dylan, this is like um. Anyways, okay. So they went extinct. Air quotes on extinct. Mm-hmm. They went extinct. They say they <laughs> due to climate change. There were a lot of climate changes happening. Um, the Earth was cooling around that time. I think that's around the time the Ice Age happened. Mm-hmm. They lived in like the subtropic and tropical areas and didn't do well in the cold. Okay. Okay. They also had a lack of prey, and then they had some increasing predatory converse- uh, conversation competition with orcas and great white sharks so great white sharks had kind of evolved at this time is it is it not amazing to think that great white sharks lived at the same time as megalodons did yeah 20 million years ago that is that not like the most insane thing oh, yeah. you've heard like well, i think i think great whites obviously great whites have have come out to be apex predators right as well as orcas you know killer yeah. whales are pretty much at the top of their game I think what they did was found the balance of size and like security in yep. terms of like making themselves attack worthy, yeah. like dangerous, yeah. Um, without like making themselves too much right. to where they can't feed they themselves. They can sustain. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay. So the reason that I don't think that megalodons are extinct, right? We have only discovered five, five, one, two, three, four, five percent of the entire ocean. Five percent. Do you know how much of space we've explored? Four. What do you mean by space? Like uh, the, the known space, the known universe. Oh, like looked at. Yeah. Four percent. There's there's way less water than there is space, too. And it is 70% of Earth. 70%. Right? So we have only discovered 5% of the ocean. Okay? And the reason they say is because of visibility. Visibility is obviously a big well, issue. Light only goes right, so far. Right, And then um, extreme pressure. So, like, at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, the, the deepest point, which we'll talk about in a second... Um, they said it's like 50, the pressure of 50 airliners being on top of you. 50, 50 or 55, something like that. Anyways, so that's what keeps us from exploring more of the ocean and mapping the ocean floor. I tell you what though, director, uh, James Cameron is on it. (laughs) He's also on Avatar 2 and has been for like a decade now. Oh, it's going to be good though. Man. (laughs) If you haven't seen, um, Gus Johnson's video of, (laughs) of James Cameron. Coming up with ideas for Avatar. Brilliant. Yep. I love Gus. Pete comedy. <laughs> so, 
Um, the Mariana Trench is in the Pacific Ocean. It's between Guam and the Philippines. It's the deepest known area of the ocean, and the deepest known area within the trench is called the Challenger Deep. It's named after the vessel that was able to reach that depth, um, and that is at 36,200 uh, feet deep. So 36,200 feet deep is the deepest we've been in the ocean. And that's on like the southern tip of the Mariana Trench. This is a, a bit of an aside, but I saw this YouTube video a while back talking about like how deep is the ocean yes. really. Yes. And they talked about these guys way back in like the 50s or mm -hmm. something. It was like in the, the 19th, 20th century um, that were trying to see how far they can go. And so they built this vessel and obviously they're limited in right. technology. They went down to like this insane depth and a window cracked. Yeah. And they were, they were like, all right, I guess we'll just come back up. Like, they were just chill about it. I'm like, can you imagine being miles under the surface <laughs> no, of the ocean? The, the, the anxiety that that causes And then a window is just like... Yeah, like, no. Hmm. Absolutely not. Cool. Um, So, to put that 36,000 feet in reference, the Titanic was found at 12,600 feet in the Atlantic Ocean. So, like a third... A third. And you know how hard it was for people to get to the Titanic. It took mm -hmm. James Cameron <laughs> to get to the Titanic. You know you what know, I mean? Like, you know, to find the Titanic. And uh, I'm the guy that doesn't have sources. Right. So I say things and I confabulate bad. He does. He's a liar. So to, when I say things. Don't put a lot of. <laughs> don't put, don't go tell it. your friends without Googling it. Right. But I heard that they the military was conducting research mm -hmm. and used that as a front that, you know, hey, we're looking for the Titanic really? when they were really doing something else. And then they actually found it and they were like, oh, here's the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I would like have to look into that. I want to know that story. Because I think it's a good story. Um, okay, so. And I swear if that's a fever dream I had at some point, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. I hope that that's real. So with all of that being said, right, 36,000 feet as deep as we think it goes. That's just our best guess. That's our best guess. That's at the deepest point that we have found. But 95% of the ocean remains uncharted unmapped undiscovered just wild and free and who is to say that megalodon isn't out there somewhere evolving he's evolved to adapt to the, like think about the freaking greenland shark that we thought was extinct for forever but yeah. just lives at insane depths and is blind and is just living his best life 300 years old right why are megalodons not the same way i love that meme that's like i am not a christmas present <laughs> i am a 300 year commitment and it's a greenland shark i think that's what they're called anyway i'm not a marine biologist so they look so cute though they do for sharks i, I want to boop them yeah it's very cute okay so the reason that scientists say that megalodon is for sure extinct they can say with almost absolute certainty um is that because sharks shed teeth throughout their lifetime, mm -hmm. which is just mind-boggling that you have an endless supply of teeth. Terrifying. Um, but I mean, it's working. Right. So they say it's extinct because the fossilized teeth of the megalodon stopped appearing. So they stopped appearing approximately 2.6 million years ago. 
But that leaves like a million years unaccounted for between when you say they mm-hmm. went extinct. So like, who's to say you're not off by a couple more million years? I'm insulting some marine biologists out there. <laughs> dedicated. As, I think they can say with at least 5% certainty. Right. Because there's 95% of the ocean that you (laughs) haven't discovered, right? And if other animals evolved to survive, now plenty of animals died off during the Ice Age, right? Like, you know, mammoths were one, right? Like these large, huge... the Ice Age happened quickly. Right. And evolution happens very slowly. But who's to say that they weren't already evolving, right? Because they're like, great whites are apparently like a relative or descendant of the Megalodon. So Mm -hmm. who's to say that... They'd already branched. Right. Exactly. At least once. Exactly. So... The, the, they say that because they had a preference for warm waters, they couldn't have gone into cold waters. But I think, and, and one of my friends and I had a bet, because last year felt like a fever dream, um, and this year is turning out the same, that last year, the, the pinnacle of last year was going to be Big Shark 2020. <laughs> and Big Shark 2020 was going to be when Megalodon had finished evolving, okay? What I believe he is evolving is legs. Right, he there's not enough food supply in the ocean to keep him sustained. There is enough food supply on Earth. I mean, he could gobble us up as a tasty little treat. Mm-hmm. He's evolving legs, and he's going to come on Earth, and he's they're going to take over. The megalodons are going to take over. If Big Shark twenty twenty, mm. now Big Shark twenty twenty one. I haven't given up yet. Would you? Wouldn't it be <laughs> counterintuitive? To to go to the deepest depths of the ocean or the coldest places where there's no people or land to evolve legs. You don't know. You don't know what's out there, do you? I will say just, I feel like it was recently, it was probably like 10 years ago at this point when they were like, hey, um, yeah, there's giant octopuses. Yeah, or, like or squids. Squid, giant squids. Giant squids weren't, disco- like were discovered not that long ago. Yeah. Giant freaking squids they were like hey by the way there are these massive and aren't they like truckload size squids i don't know let me look up how big a giant squid is. i just remember when they found one it like washed up or something well, and like creatures remember. are still do you remember when that creature washed up out of the ocean not too long ago it was like in japan or something and they were like what is and this? they're like what is it and so they preserved it and brought it over for study yeah, there so. are still creatures out there that we don't know what they are. That's the cool thing about stuff like Challenger Deep was if you see the footage that they have from mm-hmm. like depths like that, there's these creatures that like, they look have never been touched like, by light, you know, and they they have no concept. It's of, like, like another what they even are. Giant squids are bigger bigger than megalodons. I kid you not. They are fifty nine feet long. So even if megalodons giant squids could take them out giant squids uh, are definitely something to so yeah like who's to say if a giant squid is sustaining itself that megalodon isn't well because that was my argument of if they're so large we would have seen one but we apparently recently discovered giant squids this says 33 feet but they can get up to be 59 feet that's the largest that was. Well, that was found. the same as megalodons. They were right up to fifty-seven, thirty-four, thirties. Yeah. But that's the same size as a giant freaking squid. See, you're just selling my point here. Okay, what was I that looking at? That sounds when? like a great match for a fight. Oh man, can you imagine a megalodon and a giant squid? <laughs> when giant squids were discovered, and I, I might be confusing. Two thousand four. 
Jeez. 2004. Guys, Megalodon is out there. Whether he's evolving legs or not, there's no way that that shark just died. There's no way a shark that big wasn't evolving to be able to go into cold waters. And we're just assuming all of these things because we weren't around. Right? I mean, I, granted, that's science. I'm, I'm probably, like I said. What's funny to me is um, today we landed on Mars yeah, again. Again. We landed a... Um, Whatever they're Wouldn't called. Wouldn't it be cheaper just to stay on freaking Earth and explore the ocean? Well, it, it makes I mean, me cool. wonder. Like, I'm excited that we landed on Mars. I'm not undercutting that achievement at all. Yeah, it, it makes me wonder, though, why is it so hard to right. explore? I guess the the motivation isn't there. Do we need to explore the ocean? Does well, it matter? Maybe. We don't know. What if Atlantis what, why do we is need? Well, I guess we needed to explore Mars because we're going to need a backup planet because ours is on fire and everything's going wrong and things are bad. But yeah, if it keeps snowing in Texas, I'm going to Mars. <laughs> well, Elon Musk will be there before I mean, you are. So. Mars is so much colder than Texas. Yeah, but, but that's the thing is like, you know, there, there's life there. But it's like, what could we learn from what's here? Right? Like. Well, I think first we should take care of it. Yes. And then learn from it. Yes. <laughs> Let's yes. not like kill it in the process. I think this episode turned out to be much longer than I was anticipating. Probably. Sorry for your editing. It's fine. But I I think it... I was very tangential. I'm really surprised at how... I don't don't have anything to to prove you wrong. I mean, scientists would say I'm wrong. But like I said, we just discovered the giant squid in 2004. Here's the thing. And I feel like it's this way when declaring anything extinct. Right. Is, um, yeah, you can be... Pretty sure. Pretty sure. But can you be certain it's extinct? Well, there I've have been seen... times that, like, we, we declared things extinct and they weren't. That's what I was about to yeah. say. Like, and usually it's smaller things, like, especially rainforests. Like birds and things, yeah. And insects. Mm-hmm. Because, like, okay, how are you going to say, like, um, a centipede? How are you going to say that centipede doesn't exist anywhere? Well, yeah, anymore? and, like, the rainforests are very alien. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's islands we haven't, you know. Yeah, the, the density <laughs> of, insane. like, biomass in a a rainforest is just insane yeah but how can you say that this doesn't exist anymore at all without having checked every single possible every nook and cranny you know what i mean because then you're like oh yeah that centipede doesn't exist anymore they're extinct and then you flip over a rock and you're like oh crap and maybe we just terribly misunderstand that science community (laughs) the the people that declare things extinct right and we probably do because I feel like it has to be just a close enough kind of thing. Right. You're like, yeah, we're pretty sure. But we it's like seen with traces only 5% in, in so of the long. ocean discovered. Well, and, and also you can be like, yeah, we haven't seen traces of them in decades. So we're pretty sure they're gone. But it's like, yeah, but like decades? Well, in like terms who's of... to say that the teeth aren't just further out, right? Like they we're not finding the teeth because they evolved and moved further out. Yeah. If you guys are hearing that squealing, like I said, that's our furnace suffering. It screams for a, a couple minutes before it heats the yeah. home. Just to let us yeah. know to appreciate pain. it and, yeah. and be grateful for what it does. There it goes again. And I am very yes, grateful. We are. We it's are. not our microphones. It's, <laughs> it's our furnace. It's our dying furnace. I'm hoping you can't hear it. Furnace. But. So that's my proposal. That's my theory. Megalodon is out there. He's evolving in some way or another, whether it be legs or not. But I, I don't think he's extinct. I don't think there's a way that that whole species just died off. I mean, and there is. 
mammoths aren't around. We can say that with certainty, right? But like, can we? Huh? Yeah. What if they're in a cave somewhere? <laughs> What's amazing is like the the mammoths that we find that are like completely preserved in ice. Yeah, those mind boggling. Those are amazing. Right? So well, because cool. then it's like a physical connection to yeah. like twenty three million years ago doesn't mean anything to right. me. You know, we're in our twenties. Yeah. I don't know what think, a million looks like. I think that's why we, you and I enjoy museums so much. It's because it's, it's a like connection. a tangible connection to the past. Yeah. Yeah. We went to... Um, We've been to so many What museums. was that museum that we... We spent six hours in a museum. Which one? Uh, the one that started with Egypt. And oh, that's that what was the one in San Antonio. Um, I am obsessed with ancient Egypt. And it's amazing. Eventually I'll get into conspiracy theories and unsolved mysteries. And Are there about. any? Are there any conspiracy oh, theories? Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'll get into that kind of stuff later on because I am so fascinated by ancient Egypt. Um, but yeah, and I'm I'm really fascinated by like Rome, ancient Rome. We looked at coins from oh Rome and Greece for it was like amazing. thirty-five minutes. It was amazing, just like, like truly incredible. I'm also one thing. <laughs> there was a museum we went to in Minnesota. Um, I think it was the Science Museum of. The one with the mummy. Something. There was a mummy. A real, like a, like a real mummy. live mummy. Well, not live. <laughs> <laughs> a real, real life. A mummy. real mummy, and they had it was so cool. They had him, like his his dressings or whatever, like rich. <laughs> that was the cutest. Billy just stretched so big. If you're listening on audio, but you'll be able to see all of that cuteness. Um, on video if you're interested anyways where are you going goodbye don't wreak havoc okay okay the mummy so they had his his wrappings sliced like up and down his body down the center so that half of him was still wrapped and the other half was unwrapped and his toenails were perfectly it was the most and the way fascinating thing i have ever seen in my entire life the way you walk into the exhibit you walk in on the cloth side the wrapped side yes and so you're like oh man cool a mummy and you like rush over and then you start to see more and more of his like of his actual skin oh my god and it it was was like it was simultaneously horrifying it was so haunting and but so fascinating we went back and looked at it like four or five times i could not peel my eyes away from it for some morbid reason she is going to be in that closet bentley (laughs) (laughs) and it was like it was like six floors of museum yeah oh it's amazing and and we would go to the next floor and then come back and be like i want to see the mummy one more time time." because it was obviously my first time ever seeing anything like that and it felt like a once a lifetime experience and it may have been i don't know how like because it was just a temporary exhibit and we didn't know it was going to be there it was literally one of the coolest incredible. things yeah. I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, so incredible. Yep. So, go visit your local museums. <laughs> Absolutely. Go support them. They do They do cool work. That's something I, I could get into. Is museums and libraries, we just don't deserve. Yeah, we don't. And they're the two places that fascinate me the very they're most. They're like, they're the only preservation of, like, wholesomeness yes. in the world right well, now. Well, just history. Like, true, unfettered untainted history you know what i mean like that's the thing as is, it was is they say like history is written by the victors right, right. but like with items yeah and things i think that's can't... what what got us with those museums was yeah. like this is the real thing this yes. is the tools they use yes. these are the, the clothes they wore and 
Yeah, it can't be modified. Man, this has been a very tangential episode. Yeah, so uh, all that ties <laughs> back into Megalodon. <laughs> and don't forget those resources Dude, for but, Texas like, down For below. real, you can see all of like, like some museums will have fully constructed Megalodon. I would like, like to see mouths. that. Like mouths. It's absolutely the most mind. Like their mouths were so, and the way they hinged anyways. Go watch. I honestly, oh, um, documentary recommendation in case you're interested in the ocean at all has nothing to do with Megalodon. Go on Netflix, watch My Octopus Teacher. I have never ugly cried over an octopus the way I ugly mm. cried over that octopus. Absolutely worth the, you ugly cried over the octopus. Bring a box of tissues. It was, it was fascinating. We'll need it. It was fascinating. Go watch My Octopus Teacher. Um, that's it. Yep. What's our band name going to be? That's a really dumb question. Megalodon and the Mummy. Megalodon. <laughs> Wait, which one are you? <laughs> I didn't think of that far. Do I have to be one or can that just be the band name? Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Dylan was supposed to do the things. That How things. do you start an outro? I don't know. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week with hopefully better content than the chaos it, that we spewed at you this week at least more continuous and fresh fresh like lettuce in the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> like french lettuce okay bye <laughs>